this doesn't make sense to me, but maybe I'm just not smart enough to figure this out. Maybe this makes sense to everyone else. No. Hello and welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode 275. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Prilliman, and I'm here this evening, afternoon, morning drive to work with the one and only Samantha Har. That's me. And today we're going to be asking if you're down with OPP, which is basically organized play segueing into premiere play. See, it's it's OP and then PP and then it's just OPP. Yes, we're going to be talking about the premiere play announcement from by the time this gets edited and up last week. Magic is back, baby. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm super excited. I'm super, super excited. I have differing opinions, but that's what this podcast is going to be for. So, what, uh, what, what happened? What's, what's back? We've had FNMs for a while now, sort of, kinda. Some, some SCG cons here and there, a little sprinkling of a, of a Channel Fireball Vegas or a NRG or whatever's going over in Ooh, Europe. A little of that, yep. What's coming up? What we got? Well, I think the big news on everybody's mind is that the Pro Tour is back with the Pro Tour branding and everything. Well, that's exciting. Well, th- this was this was right before, so before the uh, before the pandemic in the before times, they had this super complicated, convoluted Rube Goldberg contraption for getting to the uh, Mythic Championship, which was really just like the new Coke of Pro Pro Tour, right? So the the organized play structure from the before times just got increasingly convoluted in my mind over the course of my life as a judge. So at, at first I knew, when I first became a judge, I was like, okay, I don't really know how, but players do a bunch of stuff, they do pretty decent, and if they work real hard, they go to the Pro Tour. Like, okay. And then... Things kept changing and then it quit being the Pro Tour. But but the Pro Tour is basically the only context I really had mentally for you done good at Magic. So I, I feel like I would just look at these new events and be like, is is that a Pro Tour? People would be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> is that a Pro Tour? No. <laughs> right. So they so they had a Pro Tour for a very, very long time. They had a you know, the 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 Pro Tour train that, that pros could get on and it paid them certain amounts and Basically, Watsy f- realized that those people were expensive and was like, mm, got to figure out. So they just kept figuring out ways to shuffle things around to so that they had less and less and less. And boy, the pandemic just provided a nice band-aid to rip all that off. But they had these these mythic championships and the ways to get to them, you know, they kind of, Watsy, I guess, had that philosophy of, it's like, well, lots of people play magic in different ways, so let's just... All the different ways people play magic or interact with magic, let's provide ways for them to get there and, and, and highlight the streaming and, and do all this other crazy convoluted stuff that made absolutely no sense. And yeah, so that was, it was uh, bad. I'm kind of glad to hear you say that because I feel like I looked at it and was like, this doesn't make sense to me, but maybe I'm just not smart enough to figure this out. Maybe this makes sense to everyone else. No, no, because you, you had... Um, I will stress that that from a streaming side and an online side, I didn't care a whole lot about how that how that worked. But they had like you had the pros and then you had like 
the minor league. It was called, it was, it had an official name and how they decided who and what was in there was like a big problem. People complaining because they, they wanted to pull people in that wasn't completely skill based and people got upset. So anyway, they got rid of it. And what we've got right now is a very streamlined setup. It is regional championship qualifiers that feed regional championships. Regional championships feed the Pro Tour. Okay. Also, asterisk, uh, the winner of the regional championship will also go to Worlds. And uh, based on how you do at the Pro Tour, you might also get an invite to Worlds, the World Championship. From a physical component, you have regional championship qualifiers, regional championships, the Pro Tour, the World Championship. This is, at a 50,000-foot view level, sounds very similar to the old PPTQ to RPTQ to PT to Worlds setup. Okay, some of the details are going to be a little bit different, but... This train is going in in one pretty easy to understand direction, more or less, which, thank goodness. This I can explain to people with confidence, more or less. (laughs) Yep. Now, for this particular podcast, when we start talking about regional championships, we will, and and regional championship qualifiers, we are going to talk almost exclusively U.S. Uh, we're, We're going to acknowledge the other regions, but a lot of those other regions either have their information in languages that we can't read or their page information isn't up yet. So we can talk a little, we can talk about the U.S., a little bit about Canada, but I can't tell you what China and Japan are doing because I, I went to the website and didn't have anything. So, all right. So what, what is a, so how is the, the, the year going to, to work? Right, so the, the year for these is that each season will have, I believe, 12 months and have, which, and in which there will be three pro tours and one world championship. There's going to be a series of rounds, I think they call it. So it's it's three rounds, each with multiple regional championships feeding into one Pro Tour, and then the Pro Tours feed into Worlds. So something to be aware of um, when talking about the regions is that the regions for Premier Play in this context are not going to be the same as our Judge Academy regions. Mm-hmm. So... Be aware that those, when talking about regions, make sure you know which one you are talking about. So let me ask this. Is there any plans to alter Judge Academy regions to align to these regions? Um, not that I'm aware of currently, and I, I have not heard anybody. All right. They are. It's a secret to me. <laughs> All right. So there are currently 12, oh, sorry, 11 regions. Uh, the U.S. is a region. Uh, Europe, Middle East, and Africa is all one region because, you know, why not? Uh, Japan, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, China, uh, Southeast Asia. You've got Brazil. You've got the rest of South America because Brazil is big enough to be its own thing. Is rest of South America actually in the region? No. Oh, okay. I was like, that's... Hmm. No, I don't... <laughs> I would not have named it that. I, I wrote down rest of South America because they, oh, okay. they listed it and it was just like... Well, I th- I think they actually just called it South America, but I was like, re- but it's it's not. It's Brazil and then the rest. So South America and other, and in parentheses, Brazil. So each region is going to have its own regional championship. 
they then and they get based on the size of the region, those regional championships are going to have varying number of invites to the pro tour. And and obviously the winner of those things are also going to go to go to worlds. How do you want to do this? Do you want to start at the bottom and work our way up to the top or start at the top and work our way down? Or just talk about like what a list of the RCs. Well, or or just the events. Like we've 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 got this list here, but it's like how do you how do you think's best? This is probably a conversation we should have had before we started recording. Well, let's, let's talk about let's talk about the uh, the more local stuff first. Let's 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 describe this in the direction that beginning in the direction that it happens. You know. Okay. All right. So let let me explain real quick what a regional coordinator is, and then we can start. Or not a regional coordinator, a regional organizer. I think is what they're what they're called. So you've got these eleven regions, and. Watsi has organized with uh, various companies, uh, one company for each region, that is basically the company that decides how people get to the regional championship. Now, we're going to be talking about RCQs, regional regional championship qualifiers, might slip up and call them PPTQs occasionally, um, just seems to be the most common setup that these that these folks are using. Uh, for us in the U.S., uh, that organization is DreamHack, and for Canada, uh, that would be Face to Face Games. You know, some other companies like Yellow Rabbit in in uh, Mexico and Central America, Kadu in J- in China, Big Magic in Japan. What a great name! Big Magic. <laughs> Big Magic. Those are the people that decide how this works. So when we describe what this looks like at the local level. We are going to be talking with a U.S.-centric approach, i.e. DreamHack. Other organizers may do something differently. And Judge Academy has put together a handy-dandy little page where they have compiled all the stuff and all the links to all the various people. I, I will have one fuss about that later, but it's not directed to you guys. It's directed in a, in a different direction. But anyway, sure. So, so when we talk about when we start talking regional, we are local play. We are going to be talking about DreamHack and how they've got set things set up mostly. And I, I don't think I've ever worked any event that DreamHack was a part of. I, I may be wrong, but I feel like I was under the impression that they come from like the esports space. Maybe I'm, I'm not real sure. Yeah, I've been. I don't have any experience with them either. But I, I've heard good things, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're up to, seeing what they got. Okay. So what are the the local events looking like a little bit? All right. So the, the local, local events are going to be RCQs, Regional Championship Qualifiers. So the, these, these guys are going to be run at the store level. And I believe, I believe they can only happen at WPN stores. One, if you're a regular WPN store, you get like two per season. So something if you're a premium store. Round. That, that was what Lar- that was what Larrabee was calling them in y'all's in the uh, Twitch stream. I unfortunately had to miss that stream because I was in a meeting. Oh, believe it or not, yes. I have worked. With- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Dream DreamHack has basically said that any WPN store or uh, may run one RCQ per round. If you are a premium store, you can run two. And these events with and this is this is unique to DreamHack. You register on MTG Melee, which is uh, Jason Flatford's 
tool. We had uh, we had some people from MTG Melee come on about a year and a half, two years ago to talk about that tool. But you register through through them. You apply for an event based on a certain time. Then DreamHack will actually schedule the event with with Wizards. You do not directly schedule the event, or you, when you you being the TO. What's that? cool like part of me is like oh that's cool because it takes something off your plate just thinking from a to's perspective but back when it back when i was a to i also got pretty aggressive about scheduling our pptqs well i i don't necessarily understand why you gotta go through well okay let me rephrase this i do understand why you have to go through dream hack but it but i don't understand why you have to go through them for scheduling because we're gonna talk about the kits in just a second okay but like unless DreamHack is doing is going to do some sort of deconflicting of events, then it, that's the case. But yeah, I, I really have no. I, mean, I don't know. That'd be my guess. But so you you schedule the the tournament organizers are going to schedule the event. They they buy a kit from the regional organizer, and the kits look slightly different. So in DreamHack's case, it looks like you get. Uh, a certain you get a, a certain number of promo you pay like some amount of dollars and you get a kit of promo cards and an invite to the uh, regional championship that you can award to your players and the kit price seems to differ uh, between the organizers and then the number shrine to Nykthos or Nykthos, uh, the, the top eight promos, some, some, it looks like some of them are, you get four, you know, f- four for the top four and some you get eight for the top eight. looks like a little bit of difference. Um, yeah. So the tournament organizers are going to be paying money to these regional organizers to host the events. Now, one thing I saw the face-to-face games offers like a failure, failure to fire guarantee. That was kind of neat. Yeah. That's, that's uh, not certain how their turnout's going to be, or just maybe have never gotten, you know, yep. gotten a chance to dive into running comparable events before. So now these events, they seem very analogous to PPTQs that we had from 2015 to 2019. Um, so did you did you ever judge any of these PPTQs? I have judged and ran an approximate million PPTQs. Okay. I have also judged, uh, I'll say 100,000. If you've done a million, I've probably done 100,000. <laughs> PPTQs, for for me, as a judge, and but mostly as a tournament organizer, were one of our like bread and butter events. They were enormous in DC. Hmm. We, used to, we used to have between, for every PPTQ we ran, I don't think I remember ever getting fewer than like 80 or 90 players. I absolutely hated them. I despised them. I, I know you have feelings about people. I I absolutely when they announced that these things were coming back, I felt ill to my stomach. I hate it. Like with the exception of the pandemic, with the exception of the lawsuit, nothing has done more harm to the judge program than PPTQs. And I will explain why. Uh when PPTQs started in in 2015, they were well attended events. Okay? Uh, they replaced the big 250, 300 person uh, PTQs 
and what they quickly became, at least here in the South. I understand you're saying in D.C., what they quickly became after about a year, year or two in the South, they became solo judge events. They were not big enough to justify a second judge. They were, uh, and I think I, we did a large program-wide survey, 70% of PTQs, PPTQs were under 30 players. Okay. It is very hard to justify at under 30 players paying a level two judge plus paying a level, paying a level one judge. So these events became solo judge events where the judge just did their thing. There was a large number of them. The L2 judges kind of got burnt out. Like you were either in areas where you had too many L2s and not enough opportunities. So people were like fighting over the PPTQs. Or you would have areas where there was like only one L2 and they were having to drive all over God's creation to satisfy all these stores and were getting burnt out because no one else wanted to step up into that slog. Like that was actually a situation in like the whole state of Mississippi. We had people that did not want to become L2 because then they would be expected to do this PPTQ dance. I have, I have, a, I have a neat cheat code for that. What's that? Say no. <laughs> right. But, you know, you know, I mean, judge guilt is a thing where it's like you feel bad because the players won't get their event if you don't. If you say no, then the players will be sad. So what I'm hoping is because PPTQs fed RPTQs and RPTQs were also kind of bad events, like they were small, they weren't very exciting. And when we talk about the, uh, the, the regional championships, they seem to be more significant events that people will get more excited for these events, more people will show up, and maybe they will be 50 to 60 person events more frequently than the 18 to 25 person events that they were beforehand. I, I have not, I have not, so I, th- I feel like PPTQs either went away or like, I, I have not worked a PPTQ really down here i don't think like judging on the floor and i that's such a bummer that it is that way because yeah that that is just wildly different than my experience from the the middle the 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 former mid-atlantic region (laughs) because there weren't that many around and the ones we had were just extraordinarily well attended and we used to have like three to five judges on staff and a scorekeeper not including me in any of this PPTQs being bad, and it's not just that the judge was by themselves. Okay, judges learn best when they work with other judges. Like, right. And since and since the majority of these events were solo judge judge events, you didn't interact with other people. Yeah, that's such a that seems like such a setup to like start ingraining just bad habits that nobody can tell you to stop doing. Yeah, no one's around to be like, hey, that's a really suboptimal way to do fill in the blank. Yeah. Or to call you if you're doing something wrong, or you're 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 you know drunk with power. But yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> right, right. So that's that's kind of where I was saying. So the the old PTQ system where you would have you know you'd have a staff of like six to ten judges, and yeah, it yes, it was harder to get on that staff, but you got more out of it. So that it was kind of one of these things where where you had quality over quantity. I don't even want to say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm just hoping that these don't turn into to PPTQs. And these things are going to be well attended at first. 
Okay. No, no question about it. This, this first year, you're going to have a lot of like big, uh, RCQs coming up. Like definitely. And TOs are going to need help in doing this because they haven't run the, run these types of events. And even if they did run the PPTQs beforehand, it's been three years since they've done that kind of thing. So they're going to, they're going to need help in running these, these events. So L2s, L3s, get excited because all that stuff that you you've been wanting to do, you know, you will be able to get for at least a while two to three judge events, you know, where you're going to be the lead. You're the head judge and you've got like maybe two L1s or maybe uh, 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 maybe another L2 there. And you can like riff off of each other and like learn from each other and, and, and grow your skills. That really is just the best. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I might actually go read some rules. <laughs> Fair. This influx of events, this is going to create a huge need. Like we're going from like right now, there is not really a huge demand for L2s. This right here, when this kicks off, that is going to create a huge need for L2s. Oh, I always need L2s. Well, you know what I mean. I love L2s. Who said that? I. L2s are the best. I feel platonically about L2s. Right. So there's there's going to be a huge need for L2s. There's also going to be a lot of L1s that now suddenly want to go for L2 and it's going to create this it's going to create this weird like like you know flow balancing type type thing because regions are probably going to like uh let's see here how to how to say that. There's probably going to be an influx of L1s wanting to get recommendations and stuff like that for L2. And getting the recommendation for L2 right now is significantly easier than it was back in the PPTQ era. So we're pro- it's it's significantly like before it was you had to convince, you know, you had to pass the test and convince an L3 that you were ready. Now it's get another random L2 to be like, yeah, I think this person's OK. Like that's that's the change in the bar. So there's going to be a lot more people becoming L2 and which is going to increase and this is this is one of the weird things about this particular situation is it creates competition and and you know that might be a, a weird situation where there's going to be some sort of like period of period of time where we're trying to find an equilibrium to support because you want to have a, you want to have the judges in the area that can support the number of events that you have but you don't want to have a, such an excess number of judges that no one gets to work events right it's kind of like would you would you rather have would you rather have the qualifications to work the event and never be able to work it or not have the qualification at all and i realize most people can say oh, well i'd rather have the qualification because if, if the, the opportunity does come up i was like yeah but the, what i'm talking about is like the frustration of constantly you know not having the opportunities like being qualified for a thing and then the frustrations of constantly not having the opportunities or you don't have the you don't have the qualification. Don't get you some opp- Don't get you some I, opportunities. Then I, it's catastrophizing. It's going to be great. Um, it's going to be great. Fantastic. It's going to be great. Have a blast. It's going to be great the first year. It's going to be great. It's going to be great the first year. I'll take it. First year, <laughs> and then because because PPTQs in 2015 were great. They were amazing. By 2019, they were a miserable slog. Well, unmiserable them. So let's talk now. Now that I've now that I've been like poo pooing all over these types of events. Now let's tell you how to how to do them. We have an episode, um, an earlier judge cast. And I'll I'll link in the in the show notes on 
how to run a PPTQ that is going to be very, very similar to these RCQs. TOs, you want to have a level two judge. You want to have somebody trained and certified in, in running these types of events. I know that that Wizards doesn't require judge levels anymore. However, don't learn that lesson the hard way. And I don't just say that because I work for Judge Academy. Trust me. Just trust me. I think probably like like 50 percent of the time you're going to be fine. Like 40 percent of the time there's going to be some problem. And then t- the other 10 percent of the time you're going to end up on Reddit. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> The options are fine or Reddit. <laughs> right. Uh, man, I want, like, from a TO perspective, I want my salespeople making sales. I want them selling things. I don't want them answering questions. We have judges for that. If if you have a store that's doing well off, but then if you look at it and say, like, well, I don't want to pay an extra person, why can't I just have one other person double up the work? Or I've got an L1 in my store. Why do I have to bring somebody from outside in? You know, you know my l one saying that they can do it. Well, I'm sure they could. It's an investment, though. Like, yeah. if, if your events aren't that well attended, it might be because your events aren't as good as they could be. And maybe they aren't as good as they could be because you don't invest in them. And maybe. Which is not, not always the case, of course. But maybe do a little internal search and think, you know, if I invest a little more, could this pay off down the road? So, I, I am... Let me, let me see here. I am in the short term. I am very excited for RCQs. In the short term. In the long term, but uh, but I think there's part of that is, you know, we haven't had anything for two and a half years. You know, you just gave a you just gave a gulp of water to someone in the in the desert dying of thirst. Okay, for right now, thumbs up. I, it is it is a little bit of. I acknowledge that I'm being a little a little doom and gloomy, but I I hated PPTQs. Here's hoping that our that regional championships are significantly better from RPTQs as to keep the attendance up. And the fact that TOs have to like put money down for these kits. That was one of the other things with the, with the, uh, the PPTQs. You just, you know, applied to Watsi and, and ran it and cool. Fill out the paperwork. Go like there, there wasn't like a decision or a, a, a an investment that you had to make into the, into the event uh, uh, up front. So maybe that actual that actual process and getting the promos like legitimizes a little bit. And then maybe, maybe stores will be less uh, like, cause that was one of the other things about PPTQs. Like a lot of stores had like this, this use it or lose it kind of mentality where it's like, I got to do something. And they would just kind of like slap at it. And anyway, <laughs> so uh, what are regional championships? So regional championship qualifiers feed into the regional championships, which I guess I, are probably going to be smaller than GPs, but have sort of a GP vibe, I get the sense. They're going to be larger regional events that are, I suppose, no longer at the store level. We're looking at something closer to, probably bigger than Ballroom Magic. But but yeah, these are going to be run by by the, the regional organizers themselves. Um, the sizes are going to depend on the region. Um, side events, last chance qualifiers, that kind of thing. So these, these are going to be bigger than just the main event and go home. These are going to have a whole lot of moving parts with a whole lot of use for a, a diverse spattering of judge skill levels. Yeah. Right. So in reading in reading this kind of thing, this is going to be, if, if you think of the traditional GP where you have the, the main event and then you have side, side events, this is going to be a, 
you know, a festival where there is going to be the main event is going to be the regional championship, which is going to be invite only, which is going to be anywhere from like, depending on the region, anywhere from like 100 to 400, I guess, you know, number of players could be big, could be bigger. But then there's also like, like, uh, uh, like Sam was saying, there's going to be for DreamHack, at least there's going to be like a 5k, a 10k. So there's going to be last chance qualifiers. So there's still a reason to go to the event. Even if you didn't qualify for for the um, for the air quotes main event, you know, play, you know, you you play on the last chance to qualifiers, you don't make it, you go play t- go play in the ten k. That's that's pretty good. It seem like good chances to just come on out and see people and hang out and have a good time too, even if you're not necessarily on staff. Yep. Now, one thing about judging these types of events is they will. At least, again, in the U.S., um, there is only one region. The U.S. is the U.S. region. So all the U.S. judges, when these things come out, like everyone and their brother is going to apply to these things. Be sure at the RCQ level to get your judge resume uh, for these applications together and realize that the first two or three competition for these slots is going to be super fierce because, like... Every L3 that can travel to Atlanta for that first one is going to apply. Every L2 that can travel to uh, Atlanta is going to apply, you know. So it's it's just going to be a little bit because right now everyone's starving for events. So I'm starving for human interaction. I'm going to go whether I get hired or not. You know why? Because <laughs> I just want to exist near people I enjoy. Uh, sure. And that's and that's perfectly. But what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is it, one you want to make sure you want to set yourself up for success with your judge resume. And two, you know, even if you are awesome, there is a very good chance you will get uh, declined just because of the sheer number of people that applied to these events initially. Sure, yeah. I, I don't speak that every, I don't speak on a, to that mindset that everybody ought to have that mindset. I'm just feral. So <laughs> don't, don't feel like you got to go through life with, you know, right. Those same kind of trajectories just, it's yeah, it's going to be fierce competition, but don't yeah, like Pearl said, don't don't take it too hard if you're, you're you may be amazing and just not get to do it this time and that's okay. Like if you are close enough to come hang out, please come hang out. I will be there. I will be there if I have to break in. Like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you you could absolutely be amazing and still not get in because of numbers. You could also be bad and then just tell yourself that you didn't get accepted because of numbers. Like whatever whatever makes you feel better. <laughs> you know, uh, it's imposter syndrome. What? Yeah. So, regional championships, uh, they're going to be sort of like smaller GPs, but they're going to have a, you know, they're going to be putting the fest back into Magic Fest. Um, Are they? What, what, does, what does that mean? I, I Whatever, eye of the beholder kind of thing. It's uh, it's going to be like a big festival of magic. To do. Yeah, it's going to have it's going to have artists and 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 David Copperfield hiding the Statue of Liberty, uh, or it's Atlanta, so hiding the Coca Cola Museum. <laughs> just just a big thing, just a big old to do. A whole big shindig. A whole big shindig. Oh, down. <laughs> right. But now keep in mind, there's going to be three of these events per year in the U.S. and three in Canada, three in Southeast Asia, that kind of thing. So in last episode, when uh, when we had when we had Patrick on, we were talking about 
the SCG cons and stuff like that providing of like large scale events for judges. Those events are still going to be are still going to be important. And I I really think that those are going to be filling in a gap because this these these are these regional championships are not really feeling filling the gap left behind from the GPs, no GPs. So those other SCG cons, NRG, um, uh, face-to-face games, those type of act, those type of events, super important to go to. Okay, to buff up your resume. All right, what what next? So you do well at the regional champions. You're going on to the pro tour. Woot woot. So pro tour. Yeah, they haven't announced where the pro tours are yet, right? Not that I'm aware of. I think their website just is like, uh, uh, something, something, COVID, pandemic, we'll tell you later. Pro Tour, we'll get there when we get there. (laughs) Pro Tour, Pro Tour, Pro Tour, don't ask again or I'll turn this uh, organized play around. Exactly. So, in, in the past, Pro Tours were staffed almost exclusively, maybe exclusively by L3s. Isn't that the case? Um, depending on how far back you go. Ah. Um, oh yeah, the magic existed before I learned about it. Yeah, that's true. So recent, air quotes, recently. Um, but I did uh, two pro tours as an L two. Oh, you fancy! Yeah, um, and one of them had a ton of sides. Side of it. Yeah. So th- what happened was, is the pro tour sort of like what these regional championships are going to have where you have your uh, you have your main event that's invite only you had sides where you had like these crazy side events with amazing prizes like uncut sheets of stuff you know just flowing like water that rules i hope they bring that back oh it was absolutely it was absolutely wonderful um it was also really expensive so i don't think they're probably going to bring that back they're just going to use regional championships to to do that kind of thing like maybe, maybe that's what they're going for. Like these regional championships will have like an old pro tour vibe to them, like a like a 20, 2010, 2011 kind of kind of vibe to them with the with the big side events and the crazy prizes and stuff like that. And then the pro tours itself will be a more intimate gathering with you know, well, it looks like with like a hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty players. All right. I know. I know a lot of judges for whom the pro tour was kind of like the goal, the dream. So I'm like really excited for, for the folks who kind of get that chance to come, you know, get that chance again. I don't think wizards has said that they're only going to look at L three judges. That has been the way that they've done in the past. They also said that they were going to have um, like a partner for these events. I think Larrabee said that in, in the, the Twitch stream on Friday, but they didn't say who the partner was. Well, they haven't reached out to me yet. So I know for a fact that I personally am not the partner for them. Okay. Which will be handling all the, the, the staffing. So we don't know. Um, I would like if they targeted uh, Judge Academy certified judges because I think that that further legitimizes the certification process and the, the Judge Academy as a whole, um, which I think is uh, would be an important get. But that's just that's just my take. Those events... Um, you know, it's it's the goal. Like working the pro tour is a goal for a lot of judges. This is this is a thing that you work towards. Oh, the regional ch- jumping back on the regional championship. Um, these things are 
about the size of, hey, there's this thing that Judge Academy has called large, uh, large tournament head judge certification badge thing, uh, which seems to fit in the regional championship wheelhouse. Oh, look at that, how that thing kind of conveniently lines up. What a coincidence. Yep. Okay, so that's uh, that's that's Pro Tours. Then you have Worlds, which is going to be probably a smallish event again, even smaller. How many how many players are they looking looking at? I think they said like 128. I, I don't really remember anything about Worlds from the before time. That was something just completely off my radar. So I'm not really sure how those kind of worked before, but so the, the the winner of each regional championship. So remember there's three per region and then some regions are going to have, uh, two, at least initially, uh, go to worlds. And then, uh, I think if you get a certain number of points from pro tours, you can, you can go to worlds. Uh, there is, and we'll have the links in the show notes. There is a, invitation policy that's been that's been posted we'll provide a link to that but it, from what i've seen they're targeting about 128 players so even even counting like lots of judges on coverage that's still going to be like 10 to 12 judges so that's that's going to be the the pinnacle the the best of the best um from a from a judge perspective so uh worlds is probably your goal if you want to accomplish things as floor judging at worlds um, which is funny that you don't need a large tournament head judge badge to judge worlds, which is two level hires. Right. <laughs> right. But at the same time, like this is, this is one of the interesting things. Like, like I, I've head judge. I think my largest event was like a 900 player event for star city games. Yeah. Um, so, but I would not feel comfortable like the old uh, GP head judge sphere badge. What was it called? Advanced role. Like I would not feel comfortable. Like I can't do that. Couldn't do that. I could do a 900 person event. Oh, I bet you could. No, I can do a 900 person event. However, at, uh, at the pro tour worlds level. No, because there's, there's certain, there is an additional level of, of skills even above and beyond. So it's, it's, it's interesting uh, in, in that regard, but anyway, so that's uh, yeah, that's what it's gonna look like. That's what I'll know. Yeah. So uh, now, a thing that Mister Larrabee said on the Twitch stream on Friday was there are going to be more announcements in the future. So, so this is not this is not the end of it. This is not the end all be all. Uh, I did ask on that stream specifically if there was going to be anything of a GP level level type of vendor. They letting, you know, third parties fill that void. And the answer that he gave was he was like, we're more than willing to let people fill the void or organizations fill the void, something along those lines. So it's like, all right, that's probably cool, <laughs> you know. I think we have a lot to look forward to, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. So, so you're 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 on board. Oh, I'm super on board. I I'm looking at this like like RC the the actual regional championship event sounds cool. I wish there were more of them. I do too. I, if I if I'm thinking of things that I I just off the top of my head wish were maybe a little different, I I do think it's peculiar given the population of Magic players in the U.S. that. Yeah. More. Yeah, it 
it seems almost... Let's see how it goes. Maybe maybe there's just some adjustment time that needs to happen. Maybe, you know, test it out, see how it works, and they can adjust it later. Or maybe we're going to have our minds blown at how effective this all is. I'm... I just look at look at RCQs and RCQ... Oh, sorry, not RCQs. RCs, regional championships, are the types of events that I am excited for. Okay. And I am hopeful that RCQs will be more significant than PPTQs. I do think that the TOs are going to be a little, little more reluctant because they're going to have to pay for these kits and then they're going to have to pay for the judges. So maybe, maybe there won't be so many. There were a lot of PPTQs. Like a lot of people got a lot of burnout. Like here, here's another thing. It's like, I'm looking out for judges. Like I want to look out for judges. Like, because the way the way I see it is is there's a lot of groups and a lot of organizations looking out for TOs. There's a lot of groups and organizations looking out for players. But in reality, like really only, you know, only judges look out for judges and, and Judge Academy, too. Sure. But but Judge Academy is judges. We're all judges. Right. But I, I guess what I'm what I'm what I'm getting at is it. We gotta have each other. We got to have each other's back. So when I see something that's like, you know, I, I want stuff that's good for judges. That's that's not like what's well, really good for tournament organizers. And then judges just get kind of like like the whole trickle down economics of uh, of PPTQs. You know, it's like, you know, judges get events because uh, anyway, I'm rambling at this point. I, I know what you mean. I think that something something I struggle with personally with the judge community a bit myself is that judges have a tendency to just catastrophize everything before they even know half the story. Are you talking about me? Are you referring to me? I'm talking about Mm -hmm. all of us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm talking about, I don't know. You said that I was catastrophizing things earlier. So I figured that I'm this, this judges example that you got is, is, is me. It's fine. I'll own it. (laughs) You should see my inbox. You would wither if you saw my inbox. (laughs) <laughs> probably not. You were you were a program coordinator and, and you were in charge of Exemplar. So I, I'm sure you've seen as many withering emails as I have. But Oh yeah. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Judges judges have a, t- a tendency a little bit to, to see something and immediately go, Oh, it's gonna be terrible. It's like, well, calm down. <laughs> a, it hasn't even happened yet. B, we don't even know half the story here. So I'm not saying I know it's gonna be good, because obviously I don't know the future any more than anyone else. But I, 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 am, I am hopeful and I'm excited to see what we can learn from this first sort of go with this. Because, you know, I'm sure everybody is trying their best. Everyone's trying to put their best foot forward here. And if it's not perfect, that's okay. We're learning, right? Yeah. Wizards is learning. DreamHack is learning. The, I'm sure the tournament, you know, the big tournament organizers are all learning from this. So let's see what data we come away with. And if things need to change, let's... Let's make make the changes we need. It'll be okay. I was super thrilled. Like right before the pandemic, they got rid of PPTQs. They realized that PPTQs were a mistake and they were bringing back, they were calling them MCQs. Okay. But they were, uh, yeah, but they were basically PTQs. They were going to be, it was going to be, you you use the term ballroom magic. They were, they were going to be bringing back ballroom magic. So this whole time I've just been like convinced that those were coming back. And when they said like, Hey, that thing right before the pandemic that was a failure, we're doing that again. And it was like, why? What? What possibly? Don't do it yet. Give it some time. 
don't know. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see how the we'll see how this works out. Let's choose optimism, folks. Let's choose optimism. Well, sh- sure, we'll choose optimism, but then you got to prepare for the worst case too. Like, like. Well, yeah, that you choose optimism for now. You see how it goes, and then you give it an accurate reaction. Is yeah, that it? We yeah, I think that's. Um, let's see here. Uh, we mentioned that that the the regional organizers are selling kits. Then the the kits are going to contain some number of of uh, Nykthos promos, uh, regular, and then secrets. what's that? They're full of secrets. I say some number because it looks like Face to Face Games gives four, whereas Good Games gives eight. Good Games is the Australia New Zealand. Now I, I have been to Face to Face events, and I love Face to Face events, so I am thrilled for Canada. I will try to get up there if I can. Yeah, it was really cool that Face to Face gives gives like a, a no fire guarantee. It is a little weird that you register with MTG Melee through with DreamHack. You register with MTG Melee, but then you don't have to use MTG Melee for the account or for the event. You have to use Event Link. It's a little weird, but. You know, you can choose your format. So, like, people got to figure out. You know, have you have you judged a pioneer event? I haven't, so I get to learn a new format. Woo! And that was actually a legitimate woo. That was a legit woohoo. That wasn't a like woohoo, woohoo, no, like actually woohoo. Yeah, it was an actual woohoo. <laughs> um, woo to the who. So yeah, I think I'm super happy that the pro tour is coming back. I'm super happy that Worlds is coming back. Uh, I was expecting these to come back. Regional championships, I wish there were more of them. I think if there were more regional championships, I wouldn't be so down on the regional championship qualifiers. That's a lot of rambling for us. That's a lot of rambling for us. That's a lot of rambling. All right, friends, that's our episode. Join us next time when we talk about a topic. We'll figure something out. Until then, you can send us an email at judgecast at gmail.com or like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at judgecast. Till next time, I'm Samantha Har and I keep it fun. And I'm Brian Prillman and I keep those four extra nick those promos from face to face games. You keep it fussy. I, I may have to commit myself to just being unwilling to discuss your bathroom remodel with you unless I'm in your home and can show you what I'm talking about because trying to explain to you my vision is a point of contention. Why is it a point of contention? What? Because I'll be like, look at this thing, and you're like, no, I don't like it. And I'm like, why? And you, you, you point out some detail that like is irrelevant <laughs> to whatever it is I'm actually trying to suggest. What? And- Wait, hot up. when have you you're suggested like, things for my bathroom? <sighs> Other than, like, you're like, you should put a tub in the shower. And I'm like, Oh, my God. No. I, I, like, sent you a bathroom picture. I'm like, what about this one? And you're like, I don't like the way the towels are folded. I'm, I'm going to. No, that is no. going to be my Joker origin story. That, it was not. It was not. I don't like the way the towels are folded. It was. I don't like the storage shelf under the sink for towels like that. So it you don't have to put towels. Oh but God. I gotta put something there. The it's a shelf. Was the point. The what I put was the. Oh my. What would I put? Transformers on that shelf? Come on now. Like books, like reading material. It's nowhere near the toilet. Okay, so imagine the layout, but with a slightly okay. different sink. And and the shower jutted out too far in the middle of the room. You'd stub your toe. You'd break your toe on it. 
your bathroom isn't laid out like that. So yours would like fit nicely against that back. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing this. It drives me nuts. You drive me nuts. I'm bringing over one that one of these days I'm going to come over with beer and, and a roll of like painter's tape. And I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. And I don't know if it will help, but it will make me feel better. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I was like, one of these days I'll come over with beer. Agree. I agree oh. to those terms. 